0: Today's episode of Tyson and Tate is brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com T ampersand T. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: On today's episode of Titus and Tate, it is official. This will be our last season doing the podcast tape because uh, we have news now. We, we can confirm, sources are confirming, that your beloved North Carolina Tar Heels will be traveling to Assembly Hall.
0: Oh, yes.
1: To play Indiana. Oh, yes, yeah. And then, like, 10 days later, 11 days later, something like that, I haven't counted. There's no way of knowing. We don't have the technology to uh to, to to count how, how many days in between. But but not long after Carolina plays at IU, Ohio State, Carolina will be playing in Madison Square Garden. That Ooh. is the big news in our world. We already knew Ohio State Carolina were gonna play, but now like twenty-one it, days apart, I believe. Is it twenty one?
0: Yeah. I think it's December twentieth, right? Is the game against Ohio State versus Carolina?
1: All right. Well there you go. Twenty. I guess
0: we do have the technology. Um <laughs> well that was my brain. Don't don't fact check it.
1: Don't the point is, the point is, uh, we are. It, it is, it is going to be an interesting stretch for this show. And uh, the 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 dream matchup we were hoping for, Indiana North Carolina, is in fact happening. Tate, it's happening.
0: Which, which, which begs the question: Why will the Hoosiers only play us at home? Why will they not come to Chapel Hill? They are scared to come to Chapel Hill. They haven't come since the eighties. And look, I understand how the Big Ten ACC Challenge works. Carolina had a home game last year. They're going to play away this year. But Mark Titus, the people are asking that. But also on a, on a good high note on on terms for the show, my parents want to come to Assembly Hall. Oh, and, really? And they want to meet your parents, and they want Coach Titus to give them the tour of Bloomington. Because oh, my people, we have respect for IU. You know what I mean? We come up there humble. We're not expecting anything great, and we respect that you guys have you know <sighs> a, pres- a prestigious in- institution of basketball.
1: My dad giving your dad a tour of uh, of, of Indiana would. Be- oh man. Would be electric content for the people. I think
0: I think we filmed that, and you and I just narrate it as they're yeah. talking. You know what I mean? They're leading the whole thing, yeah. and we're more just giving like some side commentary. Yeah, I'm just along for the ride right at that point.
1: Uh, to answer your question, though, Jim Delaney is the
0: answer. Jim Delaney is a
1: North Carolina guy. We know this. Um, but Jim Delaney, the one thing he loves more than his alma mater is the Big Ten Conference, and he <laughs> knows that the only thing. I, he, I know he's not the commissioner anymore, but let's be honest. He is. He's. He is the. He, He's, He's the Calangelo
0: di- of of the Big Ten.
1: He's the David Stern to to Kevin Warren's Adam Silver. Let's put it that sure. way. And um, the, the Indiana has to. I, I think like the the legacy of Jim Delaney is that Indiana has to get a big win in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, so that we can declare Indiana back. And I think Jim Delaney. I, I think it's the uh, it's like the Bill Self special where he lays down in Stillwater. I think that's Jim Delaney. It's like he orchestrates North Carolina to come get slaughtered at Assembly Hall. For the, for the good of the conference. <laughs> <Arizona>. <laughs>
0: it, it's for the good of basketball, honestly. Yeah. I want this Carolina team, like in typical Roy Williams fashion, right? When you have a good team that wants to win it all, we got to get them bought in early. So we got to get humbled a little bit. So Indiana, Trace Jackson Davis, feels like that kind of game. And for Woody, right? You and I, Mike Woodson, yep. guys. So it's it's going to be a great game. Uh,
1: I also need you to explain to me what's going on uh, in the world of rap music because uh, Ooh, rap music, th- this is this is not news. Uh, I experienced this when I was at Ohio State, and I would have to listen to Lil Wayne's shitty lyrics over and over again in weight rooms. But uh, rap music and, and basketball, as we know, are intertwined, Tate. Um, but the big news that I'm seeing right now is that the marriage is getting even stronger because the Big 12 is apparently about to hire Jay-Z's Chief Operating Officer to be their commissioner, the Rock Nation COO, well, the Rock sign up is about to be the Big 12 commissioner. Meanwhile, Robert Dillingham, who's a Kanye guy, yeah, uh, is a Donda Academy guy, Donda. just committed Donda. to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, after at, he he was at NC State, right? He decommitted from NC State, and yes. now he's going to Kentucky. Masterpiece Son is walking on at Louisville. There's just a lot of a lot of angles going on in the rap world slash basketball world, and I need you to explain them to me. So maybe we'll talk about that. Can't wait! Um, Can't wait to talk about that. Colorado Avalanche also won the Stanley Cup. We might talk about that. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. a it's a free for all show. It's our first. Uh, the NBA is over, dude. How exciting is that? That we could I, we're, talking, <laughs> we're maybe, maybe about we talk
0: talk. about Kyrie, but Kyrie boring, boring. <gasps>
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what comes up. But first, Woody Durham. All right, let's start the show with the uh, the big news in, in our universe, which is that Tate has texted Jim and I both like five different times about how he's going to see the new Elvis movie. <laughs> he saw the new Elvis movie. He has thoughts on the new Elvis movie. Uh, I got to be honest. This was the, uh, the Elvis uh, movie was in the same category as the Minions movie and that I had no idea it even existed. <laughs> and then uh, someone pointed out to me that it, was, that it existed. And I was like, I've, are I've you kidding me?
0: Movie. I've heard the Minions movie is doing well, by the way. Like, pretty- <laughs> Dude,
1: stop it. It was like like it, I, I have the, that feeling of like I'm not it's not that I I, I hate it, it's that I I I I can't even tell if you're serious that this movie exists. Yeah. That's how I felt about the minions. I was like, is this like some sort of psyop going on right now that like
0: Don't worry, Puss in Boots is coming out later this summer. <laughs> that if that gets you going.
1: Uh so, I felt that way about the Elvis movie because I, I i i I shit you not i I did not hear a single word that this movie even existed until you texted me, "I'm going to see the Elvis movie yeah <laughs> and I was like what what is the Elvis movie?" and then, <laughs> like three hours later, you texted us and you're like, saw the Elvis movie, two thumbs up, <laughs> yeah, thumbs up thumbs up, I mean, look,
0: so give your review give
1: give your uh Take us to the cinema, Tate. Give us your uh... my,
0: my mom is, you know, she is, you know, an entertainment lover and you know knows what's up and you know, loves like from the OGs to the current day. You know, she was like, I'm going to see Elvis because of Austin Butler, right? She's like, This guy was on uh, you know, Kelly Clarkson show. My mom's watching Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson brings on Austin Butler. He's like, I play the piano, I you know, I sang everything. And the guy's got charisma for days. I didn't know who Austin Butler was. But anyway, I I don't know who Austin Butler is. He sounds like
1: he (laughs) sounds like he he sounds like a four-star recruit that's going to Marquette or something.
0: He he dated Vanessa Hudgens. That was like the only thing I really knew that she had a boyfriend and his name was Austin Butler. But, anyways, this guy put in the work, Titus, right? He spent five months. I'm like helping gas up his Oscar campaign because he was so good in this movie. And my grandma, my dad's dad, loved Elvis, right? I remember like my grandma playing Elvis and like trying to tell us how big of a star Elvis was all the time. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So like, and my mom didn't really like Elvis, but she was like, I like Austin Butler. So we're going to this movie. I don't know anything really about Elvis, you know, but I go into this movie, Austin Butler spent five months, you know, watching all the videos of Elvis, learning how to do the mannerisms, like, you know, method acting. The guy just goes like, into it. Just like
1: move your hips a little bit.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, right. I mean, seriously. But the way he talked and the way he like his manner Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's it was it was great. He did a great job. And it made me learn about Elvis. And this was I didn't know that Elvis was like, you know, grew up in the freaking ghetto and like went mm-hmm. to, you know, black churches and all you know, I, I was like, mm-hmm. now this makes a lot of sense where Elvis got this hip swing and and it's crazy because they used to put him on TV, Titus, and they would not show below the waist, right? Mm-hmm. So like they would only show him top up because his hips were like his hips were lying. Elvis below. the pelvis, baby. Elvis the yeah. pelvis. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it it was great to see that, and great to see Graceland. And anyways, Austin Butler did a great job, kind of capturing Elvis. So me and my mom, we saw Elton John at the same theater, Rocket Man, and uh, that was I thought a great biopic. And this was in the same vein. I think it should be nominated. Austin Butler should <laughs> be nominated. Go see Elvis the Pelvis. If if you got time, folks, go to the theaters. Would
1: you say the movie is uh, seedy? for lack of a better word. Like, does it get into like the, the, Oh, it was very, a
0: glossed over version of Elvis. It was very Uh like, uh, you know what I mean? Like you could tell that Lisa Marie and Priscilla obviously were a part of putting this movie out. And you know, Elvis died at 42 and the last like two years is when he was like eating fried banana sandwiches, Mm -hmm. you know, in the jungle room. Mm -hmm. Like that was like that era. They didn't show really much of that. They just kind of was like, and then Elvis was fat. (laughs) 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 And like Austin Butler was still like not, not fat but, you know they 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 got him fat like at, like at the very very end but it was the definitely <laughs> lost over version but it it was also cool because if you like memphis and beale street to see bb king like hanging out and li- like little richard early on you know what i mean and then elvis is the only white guy in there and they're writing these articles and they're like elvis is a satanist because he hangs out with black people you know what i mean it's kind of like <laughs> respect for el you know what i mean i never knew elvis was really out here like that so i uh yeah. Anyways, it, it was a good movie, and uh, it was cool to see Memphis. Shout out to Verno; I'm sure he loved that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was it was well worth it. Two thumbs up, and I only have two thumbs. So I wonder
1: if I wonder if Verno does like Elvis because uh, I I uh, to, right the, when I was back in Indy for the race, uh, I was talking to my grandma, um, and I I don't know what I I I don't know why this it's it's starting to happen to me maybe it's just because i i sense my grandmother and my parents getting older or whatever but like now i'm finding myself far far more interested than i've ever been in um their upbringing and just like stories they have to share and i'm asking my grandma about like world war ii and i'm like do you remember anything and she's like i was pretty young but here's what i remember and i'm sitting there just talking to her about all this um but her brother, my grandma's brother, married a woman from Liverpool, England. And she's telling me that because I, I remembered uh, uh, Aunt Kay was what we called her. And she had the funny accent in Northern Indiana. And I was like, that's kind of weird that you talk fun. You know, you, we all talk funny, but you talk funnier than we talk fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she, she's like telling me that Aunt Kay grew up in Liverpool uh, and and she was like the age of all the Beatles. And, I, and I'm like connecting this and I'm like, holy shit. Like she, she was there as the Beatles were taking off. She was in Liverpool, and uh, Kay has since passed away. Um, but I was asking my grandma, I "Was like, so she must have just loved the Beatles?" She's like, "Oh heavens, she hated the Beatles." <laughs> she's like, she's like, she hated. She's like, she hated that they represented Liverpool. She thought they were like, you know, way too flamboyant. Like she's just going like all the the you know. The checklist of people that hated the Beatles back then of like, they're too, you know, animated to this, this, and And I was laughing my ass off. I was like, just the idea of me, uh, you know, I I, I'm never going to have that conversation with Kay now, obviously, but the idea of me uh, talking to her like 10 years ago and like, Kay, tell me what you know about the Beatles. And she's like, I'll tell you what I know. Cracks her knuckles. Yeah, yeah they, like, suck. <laughs>
0: they suck. <laughs> First and foremost,
1: they need to find God. Is what they? Yeah, is what I'll yeah, tell you. They, are uh, they're, they're lost, and they're. I don't know. That was funny. So, um, anyway, do you think? Do you think uh, Elvis at his fattest is, is, or Zion at his fattest? Who's fatter? What do you think?
0: I, I think Elvis on. still has better hips at his fattest. I'm not. I'm not going to say who's fatter, but I think Elvis still has better hips. And and honestly i didn't know elvis had pipes like this my friend i mean they they showed (laughs) well i mean i knew he he could dance i knew he was like shocking i didn't know the man had pipes so like they elvis is at 41 like the real elvis because they cut between like the the movie and the real it's really cool and boz lerman did a great job but they show the old elvis and his last performance my man is belting you Know what I mean? Like a Square Arena,
1: right? In Indianapolis, I think. I think his last concert he did was in Indy in 1987, I want to say. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. There they, you tore go. they tore it down. But uh I I, th- I think that maybe it's not, maybe it's not, but uh that's what people in India 1977, right? That was or 77. Yeah, 77. yeah, 77, not 87. Um, anyway, well, there you go. Jim, uh Jim hmm. J- Jim and I, when we were at uh Old Miss, we went to Tupelo and saw where Elvis was born and got the Elvis. Uh it is fascinating because the guy, the guy's like a com- he's a meme he's like he's like a a a, a punchline really for well, so I, like well i had always the, heard like the too, whole that he
0: like stole all of his music from black people and it was like yeah. this actual malice to it but when you hear his story it's just like how he was raised and then he made all of his music and he paid a lot of homage back to bb king and all these other guys that kind of grew him up in the game you know what i mean so yeah well, Just there learn you your go. Story. Learn, learn <laughs> yeah. your facts, people. Go,
1: go, go! Read a Wikipedia about Elvis. There you go. Big time racquetball player too, right? Is that that's how Jim? That, Jim, is that how you won your Emmy? Was the uh, the racquetball Elvis thirty for thirty short?
0: Yep, that is it.
1: King yeah. of the court. King of the, like the court. That. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's
0: Elvis, great. Check
1: it out. Elvis versus Zion racquetball match. Who who you got? Is a,
0: Elvis? A great theoretical. Elvis by a hundred.
1: Um, what what do we want to talk about? What uh, what what's going on in the basketball world? Is uh, is, is Can we is, transition
0: from music to music and basketball? And talk yeah, about I think match? so.
1: So Robert Dillingham going to Kentucky. Uh, th- th- this feels like news to me. So, um, you know, we we we, we I, I think there's two guys in college basketball media that that truly don't go that crazy for recruiting announcements. It's probably us, mostly because we're lazy and we don't really know much about these guys, and we don't actually know how good they are. Oh, show um, me the
0: tape. That's pretty much my stance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Release the tape. If you, <laughs> the tape, meanwhile, the tape
0: is released, like we could just go <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and you like, could easily find it. <laughs> no, <no>. Well, we'll... <laughs> like,
1: like, no, nah, I have no way of seeing how good. I, the, is I want initially. the
0: kid to send me the tape like old school. Yeah, to yeah. I open up in the mail and I go watch it.
1: <laughs> Until these recruits <laughs> postmark a VHS to my house. <laughs> I refuse to comment on how good or bad they are. Uh, but Robert Dillingham going to Kentucky feels like news that is interesting to me because we, we've we been getting on Cal a lot lately. Uh, yeah. Not so much for the encore uh, uh, demise of his program, although that is certainly interesting. Losing to a That's up there. That, that, and, yeah. yeah, that's a um, conversation point. Kentucky taking a step back, and and uh,
0: it it, it does. You, you start to, rising, you know, Louisville
1: rising. You you could sort of build a narrative that 2015 Wisconsin uh just killed Cal forever, and he's not recovered since the, the 2015 Wisconsin game. Um, but we're far more interested when we talk about John Calipari in the uh the cultural being that is John Calipari, the uh, uh who's had to sit back and and watch uh, Coach K now, Mr. K, um take take his whole. Approach to building a brand, uh, taking the one and done model, applying it to his own university, gentrify it. Cal, Cal has been lost at sea in trying to uh strengthen the John Calipari brand. And I felt like, uh, th- this was in a draft night. We talked about it on draft, after we did the draft show that like John Calipari not at the draft. That's a hu- that's huge, to be news. Found. Yes. that's huge news, dude. John Calipari's always at the draft, yes, and he was not at this draft. Yeah. Um.
0: Good for but college he- basketball, though, that he is bought back into college basketball. That that is one takeaway yes. that I do have in the positive. But we'll keep going. Yes, we got to we got to hear all the. But negatives. I was saying,
1: I was saying, like these are all the negatives, and and I'm starting to get a little worried that that Cal has lost his fastball, and then he signs uh, a guy who is committed to a different school, um, and plays <laughs> currently plays at a high school that was started by a rapper who is also the chancellor slash dean, <laughs> who's
0: also completely. MTV-er.
1: <laughs> who's also completely out of his mind and they're oh by the way there is no actual school it doesn't actually exist
0: <laughs> yeah. kanye teaches TikTok 101 uh, yeah. at 12 o'clock on wednesdays and he's made it one out of every four weeks this month uh, that's pretty much <laughs> their curriculum right now um robert dillingham is from north carolina robert dillingham was you know like you said we don't we don't really crunch the tape here but the tape had been sent to me on dillingham from the north carolina people Um, Shout out to the Ball is Life gang, you know, Webb Wellman, that type of crowd. And they're like, this kid is AI. He's going to be nasty. Commits to NC State because he's an Adidas kid, Mark Tyus. Iguodala or or Iverson?
1: When you say AI? Both. Shades of both. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's
0: pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) Um, With a little bit of koozie uh, thrown in there, a dash of koozie. Um, but that's what Dillingham was. And anyways, he's an Adidas kid, so he's going to NC State and Adidas school. That's how these things work. Then he goes to Donda. Kanye is an Adidas guy. But the reason why Kentucky the door was open, Titus, was because Kanye and Adidas are beefing. So so Donda is not necessarily Adidas right now because I don't know if you saw this, but Adidas, they took like a mock of like a, a Yeezy shoe and they made like a similar type shoe. They sold it for retail and Kanye called out the the you know the head of Adidas and was like, "Y'all are stealing from black artists. You're stealing from me. You know what I mean? This is this is wrong, basically." And that opened the door for Robert Dillingham to go to Kentucky, which is a Nike school. Because now Donda is basically a free agent. Kanye is also a free agent. Donda Whoa. is a separate brand. So now Dillingham didn't have to go to an Adidas school. So he could go to any school. And now he's going to a Nike school, aka Kentucky.
1: Wow. <laughs> this, this is why This is amazing This is why I love Talking about this stuff With you Because I know there's Content. I know there's dots To be connected Um, I just don't live In that world anymore And I can't yeah. connect them And and you can God bless you Tate So what Like if if in the a, brands If Don is then A free agency Don is a free agent but-
0: They're still Adidas technically But they're kind of Like Kyrie right Like they're still With the Nets <laughs> But we all know That they're fishing around And trying to find Another partner I agree <laughs> So we get talking about Kyrie in a little bit. Kyrie and Kanye have a lot of similarities, in my opinion. Oh my God. They, they are kindred spirits. They should hang out more. They should honestly have a school together. <laughs> Kyrie should run the basketball program at Donda. That's
1: genius. Kyrie should just be named Donda Coach and, and he's never actually on the bench <laughs> for the game. Yeah, yeah. He's never actually there. He's just the head coach of the Donda. <laughs> he's a spirit. It's just, he's there uh, in spirit only. Um, so it. it, it I've been fascinated by by the by Donda Academy because of uh, I I just don't I don't understand why like it feels like the the live tour situation where you're like I kind of get how you're doing this like I get what would compel a five star recruit to get DM get a DM from Kanye on Instagram that's like Yo come to my school and then they just pack up everything and <laughs> move across the country to <laughs> so, by the way like they, the 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 isn't the fake address of the school in the Valley it's in CV. Simi, it's Valley, in Simi yeah. Valley, which like, you know, no disrespect to Simi Valley. They've, they've produced a lot of, uh, uh, things. Um, they, the Simi Valley is, uh, you know, whatever, but it's not, it's not, it's not Hollywood tape, but, it, not but like, it's
0: also a place where land is probably the cheapest. That's closest to LA. You know what I mean? So it's a very, if you're going to just like have land and it be like the, the school site, quote unquote, then that's probably a good place to say it is. It, it's very but, plausible.
1: But where are these kids that are that are at Donda? Like, what is their everyday life like? Like, because I think I think they're the in way, hotel
0: rooms, they're,
1: the way the, like, the way that Kanye you know, sold look at it their to him,
0: iPads and hotel rooms.
1: The way that Kanye sold it to him was like, come to L. A. and be a basketball star, and mm. you end up living in Simi Valley. <laughs> yeah, playing at Cal State Northridge.
0: Uh, it's, 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 it's Tierra Rajada Road, uh, is where Jim is pulled up. And if you look at the picture, there is literally just land and a broken fence. That is <laughs> so. Imagine being told you're going to go to LA and be a superstar, and that's your school. That's what you pull up to. Uh, meanwhile, so- like. Drake's hanging out at Sierra Canyon parking lot. You know what I mean? Because you asked why. You asked why at the start of this question. The, the reason why Kanye loves basketball, obviously, but also Drake is really into this basketball scene. And Drake and Kanye were beefing. And Drake is, you know, apparently he's like, I'm, I've surpassed Kanye. And Kanye's like, ain't nobody ever going to surpass me. You know, so they were, they were rivals. They were beefing. And, and uh, that's how Donda kind of, I think. But- shot up in the first place yeah I like I, I
1: i get i get the i get like why these these players will because they're these, these guys are stupid i mean and i i don't say that to pick on they're these kids. guys I yeah I, i'm not picking on these guys i'm picking on 16 year olds in general we're all we're all stupid i would have done the exact same thing if,
0: of course if kanye if, d and both of us you and i would yeah come if
1: I, yeah. <laughs> yeah if uh who was, who was the the best rappers back uh when it was it still was, it, was, it was actually kanye was actually good
0: <laughs> i was actually kanye
1: <laughs> yeah dude if dr dre dm me and in brownsburg indiana and i'm if just Jay-Z, like scroll-
0: if jay-z dm me in high school and was like do this i'm like yes sir yes Whatever. done, Whatever. Yes. <laughs> done deal. If, if i go to
1: dr dre's myspace and i'm in his top eight <laughs> i'm i'm dropping everything and i'm moving wherever he tells me yeah, uh so mean. i get that part of it. i get how he's built this empire quote-unquote of basketball i don't understand the motivation behind it other than just, as you said, like some sort of brand play, but like the the business, the dollars and cents, the only thing that makes sense to me for that part, the 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 dollars and like the what what is the return on investment on this, is that he does find a way to make his shoe brand, his his fashion brand pop yeah. at the NBA level or at the the college level, whatever it is. Like he finds, um, basically, what I'm saying, Tate, is like, is there a world where Donda will sponsor a college team? Because I think that might be the play. If you're telling me that Donda's a free, going to be uh, the, the I'm all over the place. The, the Donda is Donda the shoe brand Yeezys Yeezy. Yeah, what, Yeezy. what are the nicknames? I can't
0: Donda is his mother's name. Okay, but Yeezy also is is also there. Donda is his own brand. You know what I mean? There's lots of brand. Kind of so what's more.
1: the shoe brand Yeezys?
0: Yeezy. Okay, yeah.
1: so Yeezy's the free agent. It is no. It is you're saying there's a beef between the Yeezys
0: and not Adidas. Yeah. Kind, is there a world? Yay, yay versus Adidas.
1: Is there a world where like Cal State Northridge is wearing Yeezys to, to play sure. in? And, and, and like that's, that's his, is that Kanye's ultimate goal here is to get like UC Riverside to, to where <laughs> I think UC Santa Barbara is coming out and in, in Yeezys. And that's like, it, I think, it, it, yeah, you know,
0: I think Kanye read Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And then I think he <laughs> literally thought to himself, like, what you're saying, which is the best way to get kids to wear the shoes is to go grassroots, right? Like it went down every single level. It started where Nike and all and Adidas and Converse were going to the colleges, right? Carolina only wore Converse. That was a deal. They have a Dean Smith, right? That was the first layer. And then all the brands were like, why don't we go to the high schools, right? And then they were like, okay, well, now we're just going to start these AAU leagues and we're going to run those. Yeah. And the whole idea is you get your shoes on the kids and then bang, you know, they grow up and they're still wearing the shoes they've always had pictures of themselves with the shoes. Good for the shoes, good for the marketability. That's what Kanye's doing, you know, at a at a high level whatever, you know, birds-eye view of the situation. But at the same time, I think he just wants to be playing in this game because it is like it's a bad game. You know what I mean? It he's, is. A, he's,
1: he's taking an approach like uh, like people approach podcasting where it's like, I just want skin in the game. You're like, I just, I just, exactly. I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know how it is, but
0: like. But throw, like crypto, I've never. Throw my hat in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done this <laughs> before. I don't get it, but it's provocative. Throw my hat in the ring. That's pretty much what Kanye's doing. And at some level, you got to respect it. And at another level, you're like, I'm worried for these kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. And that's kind of how it goes, but I'm excited. <laughs> I think Dillingham going to Kentucky shows that you can still go to Donda and be okay. You know what I mean? Like well, really Well, I'm d-
1: just I, I, I'm just I'm just happy take, for the longest time in college sports. Uh, I, I I think these these 17, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds um, were getting chewed up and spit out by the system. They were getting exploited. They were they were getting taken advantage of. And now that name image likeness has passed, I'm just happy that those days are behind us and, and these guys will never uh, be led down a, a, a terrible path again, um, <laughs> in the name of someone else getting rich on their talents. I'm, I'm glad that's not ever going. I'm happen. glad we're past that. We're, right? we're definitely yeah. past that. Thank so, uh, talk to me about. Um, I saw J- Jim sent us the tweet. Um, I got I'm going to pull it up uh, here. Uh, Ross Dellinger tweeted that the Big Twelve is targeting uh, Brett Yormack, COO of Jay Z's agency, um, Rock Nation, to be its next commissioner. Sources tell SI. An unconventional hire, much like the pacto hire last year, Yormac would be a changing landscape uh enter a changing landscape as an outsider to the industry, uh, outsider of the industry. Um, so Brett Yormac, I'm not gonna pretend like I know anything about him. Um uh,
0: I I, I, agree. I am I, I will not either.
1: But uh <laughs> all right, so moving on. Uh next. <laughs> I love we should <laughs> we should do a podcast where we just cover uh, the news of the day, like the uh yeah. like like the big the big big news like the real news like the 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 war in ukraine and shit and we're just like i don't know much about it do you take i don't know i've heard much on my end let's
0: let's skip (laughs) let's just skip it or rip it
1: Like salad pill. let just talk about it. <laughs> like salad pill, uh, picking games to gamble on and just call it either or uh, games. Like I can yeah. see this one going either or. <laughs> That's It's
0: well, that. really only two outcomes. The only thing that the only way it's not an either or game, I guess, is if it's a tie, right?
1: Yeah, I can see this one going either way. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know much about this, so let's. uh <laughs> But all our listeners are like screaming, like, "Isn't this your job to know about this?" And I'm like, "Well, not know. this, not I this." Not-
0: no, I actually I refuse to know about the executives.
1: I, I actually don't know if it's my job to know about it. I, that's, that's, I also don't know that. I don't know anything, as it turns out. But yeah, thanks we'll for listening, the nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> um, but, but no, the, the, the big bullet point is obviously that, Jay, that Rock, he's coming from Rock Nation. And I don't care what he does at Rock Nation. He probably yeah. is not actually hands-on in the rap world. but or maybe he is. I don't know. But the point is, is, Jay-Z started this company. This man works for Jay-Z. He is now going to be a Big 12 commissioner. Um, I, what did Jim say? Jim just dropped a note. Your Mac spent 14 years as CEO of BSE Global, which manages and controls Barclays Center. Oh, okay. So he's 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 really embedded Jay Z then. He's he's a big time Jay Z guy. So this Jay Z is entering the college basketball world. Is what we're getting at, right? Yes. Is that is that fair to say that we're going to see Jay Z somehow, some way, pulling some strings, steering recruits? Showing up at, at Kentucky game or, or Kentucky Big Blue Madness in full get up and go through this the is layup. Jay- line.
0: This is Jay Z's playbook every ten years or so, you know, and he, he kind of pops in. Remember in two thousand, maybe two thousand and one, he does a video with Maya. He's wearing a Carolina jersey, right? About ten years later, he's in the locker room at a Kentucky game, gets fined fifty thousand dollars, and he and he raps on, you know, uh, watch the throne. What's 50 grand to a motherfucker like me? That's what Jay-Z, you know what I mean? (laughs) That was about 10 years ago that Jay-Z was in Kentucky's locker room. 10 years before that, he's wearing a Carolina jersey. And now we're about 10 years from that point in 2011, right? We're about 11 years to be exact. Jay-Z is back in college basketball. Mm Jay-Z has his hands, you know, on the pulse of the nation. He also, I mean, people forget, Rock Nation, you got Kevin Durant, you got Kyrie Irving. You got, I mean, remember when he got Robinson Cano all that money, right? Like $250 million. Like, Rock Nation is in the sports world. They always, you know, they kind of have been for quite some time now. He, he, Jay-Z knows what he's doing. And Kanye's obviously trying to get Kentucky. Jay-Z's trying to get an entire conference.
1: Now, walk me through this. Is, is Kanye a Jay-Z guy? I thought he was forever. He is, is a he Jay-Z still, guy. He but still there, is, there, or He's not? like
0: a big brother, little brother relationship, you know? My okay. big brother was Big's brother. You know what I mean? That's what Kanye said. And they have some beef at times. Who's, him? Say, who's, who's him? Who's him between Jay Z and Kanye? Kanye thinks he's him, but Jay Z is him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's tough. There are alphas and there are omegas. I think Kanye's an alpha. I think Jay Z is an omega. You know what, what right. I mean?
1: All right. All right. Well, I'm 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 uh I I find it all fascinating because uh we, we love to talk about the uh the basketball culture wars going on. And uh the NBA has, as we know, as uh, as the comment section of Outkick will, will point out to us, <laughs> the, <laughs> the NBA has uh has has strengthened its marriage with the rap community, uh, uh considerably so, I would say, in the last decade or so, Tate, to the point that like the idea of like the uh, the idea of Luke Combs singing at at, at halftime of the NBA All Star Game preposterous. That's not happening.
0: That the, the I like Luke Combs, let's get him out yeah, there.
1: Yeah, but but that that simply would never happen. Um, yeah. that <laughs> that's
0: just not gonna happen. That'd anymore. actually be amazing. They should do that.
1: the The widest the, the widest music Jimmy Butler have, would love that. Yeah, the whitest music <laughs> the NBA will lean into is like Black Eyed Peas. And yeah, and, uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Steve- got... Steve Aoki. <laughs> right. Aoki. Stevie. Aoki Steve Aoki's there with this black-eyed Peas throwing cake yeah. into the ocean or cake into the ocean.
0: Is he the cake in the ocean I don't guy? Know. Silver, get Aoki in the black-eyed Peas, for <laughs> God's sakes. Who's
1: the who's the cake in the ocean guy? Is that Steve Aoki? Is that it's where the cake, cake, cake comes man. from?
0: Cake? Oh, yeah. I don't I don't even know what that. I mean cake. I think Imagine Dragons is the one. What was that song I think like I think Imagine cake is in the ocean? The one they bring in now.
1: Oh, cake by the ocean is DN. C E. <laughs> what the hell is that dude? That's what this, that's what this podcast oh, is. Hey, now. Hey, it's just hey, like hey, me being DJ, old. So
0: he can play anything. You know, you have to remember this about DJs. They, sometimes they just start playing other people's stuff. You know, it's not their music.
1: Oh, it's a Joe Jonas group is the cake by the ocean people. Okay. never mind. Sorry. Um, shout out to Joe Jonas. Where were we? uh I was saying the, the, the rap guys, uh, uh, really strengthening their hold on college basketball. I find it fascinating tape because, uh, the the country guys are still in you know, on college basketball. As we know, Eric Church canceled to concert So he could go, um so he could go to the Carolina game, which which people killed him for. Like we talked about it leading up to the game. Genius. Did, did we properly give that man credit? for Nobody
0: did. Nobody I don't was think like, we, wow, yeah. what a great move by Eric Church to go watch Coach K lose to Carolina in the Final Four. Oh. I mean, are you kidding me? Of course you cancel a concert. If, if you had that guarantee on the other side, and it makes it even, my mom was saying this, like she flew there to New Orleans. She was like, it makes it that much sweeter when people were like, oh man, I, I wish I had gone, you know, because you had to believe. And nobody yeah. thought Carolina was going to beat Duke. Like before the game, J.J. Redick scoffed at the idea. Scoffed that carolina could beat coach k in his last
1: game um i guess i guess my question is like where 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 are we going uh in terms of uh do do you think all of these can coexist do you, do you think like each school is going to have like its own musician that its own famous musician it gets behind i think ohio state's just john true. legend which mm. is like you know strong. that's pretty strong i, I think that's
0: a good one um Carolina, we have Eric Church and J Cole. We have both sides of the aisle covered. That's what up.
1: I mean. Like, do you think? Do you think it is going to be? Do you? Do you think college basketball can win the culture war in a sense that it, we can? We can cast a bigger umbrella tape and we can get everybody under it. We can I get think the, we, can. we can get the Stevie Okies and the J Coles and and mm-hmm. the Joe Jonas Cake by the Ocean groups and the. uh Machine, who's machine, machine gun Kelly's from Cleveland? Maybe he's an Ohio State guy. I, I think he we sucks, leave him in right? the NBA. Let's let the NBA
0: have him, like they really want him. Let's let them have him. We don't want him. <laughs> you keep him NBA. What I'm saying oh, is, I, they got machine gun Kelly and E40. I'm oh.
1: envisioning a world where musicians are announcing their college decisions. They, they, we, we have recruitment, like we have the we, we go live to machine gun Kelly, and he's got six hats in front of him. <laughs> and he's, and he's making his decision on which uh, which program he's going to be funneling um, all those recruits, all of his influence. He's going to use his platform to uh, to get people to go to the school. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. It's a new era of college sports. Day.
0: I'm all in. And uh, we need rappers uh, to be around the game to get the kids invested to, to make them have a good time. And people forget. I mean, Drake, 10 years ago, it's been a decade since Drake dressed up in full Kentucky uniform, went through warmups. And shot a complete air ball at the <laughs> arena. People forget. It's been ten years since he did that. Um, I, I don't. I don't think I'll ever forget watching that. I was. I was streaming that in college. I was a sophomore in college, and I was streaming that, and we were all like, "This is unbelievable." This guy's a full uniform on. He went to meetings. He's like cows like running through offensive sets on a board. Drake's sitting there writing notes. I mean, this is incredible content. We need this in college basketball, right? And the fact that Drake is still tethered to UCLA because of Amari Bailey next year. The fact that Kanye mm. has Billingham mm-hmm. going to Kentucky. The fact that Jay Z's guy is about to have an entire conference, the entire Big Twelve. And those J- are the three. Those are the big three right there. That's 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 big time. Uh, you know, Jay
1: Z's going to have uh, BYU's conference. Do you think about that?
0: <laughs> that's hilarious, the dude. B- the, co- the cultures that we can bring together in college basketball. We're trying to we're trying to build to a brighter tomorrow in the world of college basketball, and we need leaders yes. like Kanye. We need leaders like Jay Z. We need leaders. We like need Derrick. we need at, at next year's or I final four legends like them. Maybe not like them.
1: At, at next year's final four. Get rid of one shiny moment and play uh, LL Cool J and Brad Paisley accidentally
0: racist. <laughs> <That's> for <sure. laughs> Followed by Tim McGraw and Nellie's over and over, yeah. over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i i think you're right i think you're on to something that's the final uh, half-time show um and it's gonna be opened dude. up by steve aoki, <laughs> steve aoki front cake. people are watching <laughs> into the crowd oh um, the uh uh the drake deal by the way uh
1: doing the full uniform just because just, we we have some younger listeners we we uh we are we we, we love our long, younger listeners don't we folks we love our younger listeners we uh we we love the people that have come along to the uh show that just graduated high school or something and are decided to go to a college that has a good college basketball Ward program. in two thousand and nine. You know? Yeah. Like I oh was three
0: God. when that happened. You're it's like, just, what? You were what?
1: That's so stupid. So <laughs> that uh, makes me that makes me uh anyway. Um <laughs> The, uh, the 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 Drake deal feels like something that, uh, you know, if you're younger, you would look back on and say, wow, the times were different. People were crazy back then. And I think it's important to just reiterate that it was crazy then. Like, when it was happening, I vividly remember being very confused as to why Drake was going through the line of line. I was like, this yeah. is the dub. But you know how, like, you see, uh, I just I just saw a clip. Uh, I could someone- not
0: believe that it was happening. You know what I mean? Like, I literally... I- I, I was like John Calipari has lost, you know, he has he lost the plot here. But you know
1: how you see stuff from back in the day. Like I just saw on Twitter someone retweeted in my timeline a clip of like Patty LaBelle singing, and then Kareem comes out and dances next to her, and then Pee-wee Herman comes out, and then Roddy Rowdy Piper comes out, and they're all they're all dancing around Patty LaBelle. And I'm watching this, like, what the hell was <laughs> it? What is why? What and I guess that okay. feeling, if you have that feeling watching the Drake clip, I just want you to know that we were all feeling that yeah. as we were watching it live. Like, we, yeah. it was not like, this is normal, and then no, now it's gotten weird no as more time like, has gone by.
0: Drake thought that the world was going to see that and be like, man, this is sick. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. too cool that Drake's doing that. And yet, every, everyone, like, could not look away. <laughs> yeah. but, it, but it wasn't for that reason. It was just like, what is happening here? <laughs> Calipari loved it, of course. I mean, it was... What a time. And it also just shows how much influence college basketball has. You know what I mean? That like Drake, the biggest star in upcoming star right then in rap is like Kentucky blue. You know, that that's what I want to go be a part of.
1: Quick break to talk about our friends at Coors Light. Summer is full of official events like weddings, graduations, Fourth of July barbecues, golf outings, uh, baseball games. Those count. Mm-hmm. But everyone knows the best parts of summer are the unofficial ones. This summer, Coors Light is the official beer of everything unofficial. Summer is here, Tate. It's officially here. Summer is officially here. It is. Uh, it, 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 it sneaks up on you. But uh, summer is officially it. the warmest time of year. But unofficially, <laughs> it is the chillest time of year, Tate. Because Coors Light is the only beer out there that's literally made to chill. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue and your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. I am so excited. I am going to the Colorado Rockies themselves, uh, both the mountain range and I think a baseball game. I think we're going to Coors Field. I think we're going to be hitting up a Rockies game right around the uh, fourth. I don't think they're in town on the, the day of the fourth, but the game before, I will be there. So uh, yeah. any, any of the Colorado people listening? Come say what's up. Come hand me a Coors Light at uh, Coors Field. That's the is that is that the best Coors Light? I think it might be. It has to. I think, to the, be. I think it's a Coors like Light at Coors Field. It's
0: like a from McDonald's, you know? Yeah, what I mean? like a secret recipe that they have there.
1: I think the Coors Light at Coors Field has to be the coldest on record, and uh, I'm going to be drinking many of them here in a week or so. Summer chill starts the Coors Light. Make the most of your summer with the chance to win exclusive chill merch, fun local experiences, even a trip to New York, Chicago, or Los Angeles. Enter to win at CoorsLight.com/tnt. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes in eight fifteen twenty two. 22 Game ends 9 6, All 50 U.S. states plus D.C. 21 plus only. Void where prohibited. For rules, visit CoorsLightSummer.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
0: We're also brought to you by our friends at First Leaf. It feels like you need a degree in grapes to find great wine. You can shop by label, I guess, or try to remember what tannins are. But shouldn't it be easier? That's why First Leaf does the hard work for you. They make it simple to discover new wines you'll love without the hit or miss. First Leaf samples over 10,000 wines a year from around the world and selects only the finest bottles. They take the time to learn what you like and what you don't then send you world-class wines tailored to your taste. And if you're not happy with the wine you receive, First Leaf will credit you for another. It doesn't get simpler than that. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate, that's tryfirstleaf.com/tate to get your first 6 bottles for 39.95 plus free shipping. Again, that is tryfirstleaf.com/tate. Also want
1: to talk about our friends at Roback. If you're a washed up old dude like me and you wear just basic clothes like hoodies and q-zips and polos and all that, but you want to be stylish, you still want to be cool, you don't want to you don't want to completely wave the white flag and give up on style. But what do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You, you go to Roback. You go to roback.com. You type in the code Titus, 20% off your first purchase at dot com for 20% off. Quarter zips, hoodies, uh, performance polos, whatever. We've been talking about Roback for a while on the show. Uh, You've probably heard a lot of other shows talking about Roback. Roback is, is absolutely exploding and for good reason. Their stuff's amazing. It is so comfortable. It is stylish. I get asked about my Roback hoodies all the time. I, I wear them. And and I, I have three now, and I need a couple more so I can just wear one every single day and just have some in the wash, some on my body, and just keep cycling through it. It's a genius system that I'm coming up with. Thanks to Roback. You can get the same system at Roback.com. Code Titus, 20% off. Go jump on the performance polos just in time for the summer. Roback.com, code Titus. Go do it now.
0: R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help, like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters' coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy to use Geico mobile app, available 24 hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today.
1: Master P son's going to
0: Louisville, by the way. I said it at the top, but it didn't, um, we haven't we haven't even touched that's on our that final, one. Either. Yeah, that's our final one. I mean, No Limit Soldiers. Um, Master P played in a preseason game, you know, with the Charlotte Hornets, and the Bojangles Coliseum turned into like a No Limit concert. There were people that all came in camouflage to watch this man play, and it scared George Shin, the owner, so much that he literally had to get Master P off the stage. <laughs> So that just talks about like the influence uh that rap can have in basketball and Master P is like one of the Like he's one of those people when you talk about like entrepreneurs, that guy actually is that he just comes up with schemes. I saw him one time. He had an entire camera crew following him, Mark Titus, and he also had a presidential candidate with him that looked kind of like Barack Obama. And he was like, this guy's going to be running in 2020. I can't remember his name, but he had a card and he and he'd be like, do the speech. The guy had like a stump speech, like to tell you what he was going to do when he became president. That's what Master P does. This guy is a walking billboard and he has always got something to mark. He got new shoes, new shirt, whatever. So the fact that his son Hersey, uh, right, the, that Hersey Miller is going to Louisville yeah. with his other King son
1: King. was Percy, right? He's yeah. Percy. Yeah, he's Master, Percy. Master P's Percy, he, but then his he one, is Percy. Yeah. Master his Percy. one son, his one son, uh, who's yeah. little Romeo? Yeah. That's Romeo. Was yeah. He, he was at USC. Mm-hmm.
0: He played basketball at USC okay. for a years, yeah.
1: And his name was actually Romeo. Yes. Okay.
0: There was there a Percy you, Jr.? I believe so. I think there is a Percy. I think All there's right. a Percy Jr. And I think actually Hersey is somehow like the third, right? Even though I'm like, <laughs> you know, like I don't know, but uh, anyways, uh Master P is one of them ones. Like, like you know, there's there's a lot of people out there, but he is one of them ones. And I think Louisville as low-key as it may seem, they are they are kind of winning, in my opinion, this war between Kentucky right now to be cool. I think Kenny Payne is winning the war. Robert Dillingham was a big get, but he's got some question marks, especially after being at Donda. And I think uh I think Master P is a much better partner to be in business with. I agree. I
1: my, my read on it, my uh 35-year-old uh washed up white dudes read on this is that Kentucky give Robert Dillingham is a move for Twitter. It's a move for for the podcast sphere it's a move yeah. like you and I to talk about um I think Louisville is winning the war in the streets today I think the streets are, are seeing what Louisville is doing with Kenny Payne and they're saying that's that resonates more well and, I I just like that I like that Kentucky's winning so like I need Kentucky I need continue, them to be you know, winning yeah I need them to be winning something because it felt like the 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 grass was was slipping and
0: it wasn't fun. So Dillingham is like a fun guy to bring in. Apparently, John Wall is gonna, you know, be a guy that's gonna be helping mentor him. Obviously, also from North Carolina, also went to Kentucky. So it'll be fascinating. And I need Cal to bring back Boogie. I need Cal to like dive back into that world of Kentucky guys. You know what I mean? Bring yeah. Him back in the fold. It's been ten years. Celebrate Anthony Davis. Make him like basketball again. Right? Like try to do that, Cal. Try to try to go back into who your brand was. You know what I mean? Try to, and that maybe will inform your future. Address your past, inform your future. Come that's on. a great
1: point. That's a great point. John Wall's going to the Clippers, right?
0: Yeah. Is that the news? Yeah. That's the news. Yeah. I kind of like the Clippers. I mean, they're kind of uh, they're an interesting Does team. Does John Wall suck now? He didn't even no. play this year, right? He's just been caking, he's been making money. I mean, just, <laughs> just basically sitting on the bench. And then he, now he got a buyout for $40 million. I want to get forty million dollars. I hope
1: there's a there's a mode on the new 2K game where you can do career (laughs) mode and you could just like not play. You could just like you you just like like it's it's you're faced with a decision and it's it's like a choose your own adventure and you 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 pick a decision to sit out, but it might doing so you might risk you know teams thinking you're a quitter, thinking they're not going to get value back, but then it might also it also might work. And that's all you do is you just get faced with these questions and it's like. You're playing the second night of a back-to-back. Last night you played in New York. Tonight you're playing in DC. Do you want to sit this game out? And they're like, Yes, I do want to sit this game out. <laughs> and then you just and that's all the game is. You just say yes. And then you see what happens next. And then it's like, ooh, that one's gonna cost you. There is uh <laughs> that one's gonna cost a senator's a senator took his son to this game and he was really pissed off you weren't playing. And uh now they're passing legislation. To, like, you know. <laughs> And you're like, damn it. Oh, I suck at this game. you turn it off. Your, <laughs> you're hitting reset so it doesn't save. And you're, let me pick that up again. Um, that's the new career mode on 2K. I'm excited for it. It'll be fun. Yeah.
0: I mean, the the ability to opt out is honestly incredible. And the funniest part about all of it is that, like, the Brooklyn Nets have three players that all would, quote, unquote, opt out. You know what I mean? Like, Kevin Durant in the 2019 season, you know, he gets to the finals, gets hurt. And then he goes in the offseason. He's like, I'm opting out of this situation. You know what I mean? He opt out. Ky- Kyrie's opted out of like every situation he's ever been in in his career. He went to Duke for 11 games, like opt out. I'll be the number one pick. <laughs> I've already done my work here. <laughs> and, you know, and Ben Simmons, did you see this picture of Ben Simmons doing? He was deep sea fishing for Big Tuna. And he's got, you know, you've. We Wait, both, Big, he, he, yeah, big he Tuna
1: goes, like the, the brand or like Big Tuna like the industry?
0: Like, like just like the deep state industry he's going to, to find some big tuna he's, he's, he's oh like the, just the fish he's, he's the fish yeah he's, okay yeah.
1: he's getting big the way you said it he was like he was he was fishing for big tuna i was like i was like there's a lobbyist that was paying him
0: to- that same <laughs> senator that, that, didn't, that didn't yeah. play for, made him go go fish but anyways he's reeling in big fish and like everyone's like wouldn't this be horrible for your back you know what i mean <laughs> So anyways, and I, and they're right. That, that's another opt out thing. Right. So another opt outer. Um, Yeah, I, I, I you're right. I mean, we joked about it on our show, but now it's almost like you're that's part of your player moves. You know what I mean? That's the way that you're like, I'm not going to do this opt out. But shout out to Kyrie. He just opted in, I guess.
1: The the, the tide tight, the tightest turn. I I I am happy about that. That it does feel like the uh the, the tightest turn where the, the, the general sentiment is like this is stupid. Like this is yeah, this is this is no, very You can't
0: get away with it now. Like Ben Simmons fishing, right? The fact that someone's getting that picture and immediately like this guy like is playing us, you know what I mean? That's good. That means that we're all we all got our thinking caps on now and we're using some critical thinking. We're like, wait a second. Well, cause
1: because for a while, like the player the NBA players uh were you know, the player empowerment era getting ushered in. If you if you were someone who was like, now, hang on a second. This is, this is are we sure this is good for the league? You were met with, the, you know, there, there there was a backlash to your I, I don't I, I don't mean to be like a guy that's complaining about cancel culture because it's not that serious. But like it did feel like uh, the general consensus was like good for the players. They should get everything that they, they deserve. You don't like, like this, you can get out. Yeah. If yeah. you don't like it, you can get out um this is like why shouldn't the players be able to move wherever they want to move or opt out like wouldn't you working in your cubicle love to take some days off if you could and and just not show up for work like wouldn't that be sick if you had that power of course you would so why can't these players do this and that was sort of the sentiment and i think most people as we near the end of this collection collective bargaining agreement and they realize that the writing is on a wall that the nba is going to be locked out for a very long time because of all the power that the players got and the owners are like, this is all horse shit. And th- this is the, the genie's out of the bottle. Now um, I think if you see the writing on the wall, you're like, yeah, you know, maybe Kyrie. Isn't the best for the, like, maybe th- this isn't great for the league to have guys like Kyrie uh, being the face of what this league is. And the fact that like Kyrie and Ben Simmons were the two most talked about guys. Um, and, and then the, the finals, uh, it was it was a great finals. Uh, it was I'm uh, not a great. It was a really good finals. Uh, certainly two franchises that were interesting. Yeah, that should have it should have been a monster rating. It was not Tate. And I think like when you when you look back on this season, most people will remember that the Warriors won. But then they'll talk about like Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And, yeah. You know,
0: Kevin Durant. But this is a problem Anthony that the league Davis, has. And I problem. guess
1: like it does feel like people are finally like the, the general sentiment. It, I'll put it this way. I, I am now more comfortable saying Kyrie sucks and not fearing that, like, I'm going to have to, like, now get into a discussion about, like,
0: why labor, labor
1: rights and, like, yeah. the, you know. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. no, that, you as don't. it
1: turns out, a guy getting paid $40 million to not play basketball is not really that oppressed, as it turns out. I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was my point of view the whole time. And as it turns out, Kyrie Irving opting in and then tweeting or, or saying, like, uh, you know, I'm not a normal person. I dare to be different. I dare to, you're you're like, get this guy out of my face. You know, like, I don't yeah. think we have to pretend. I think the charade is over is what I'm saying. I don't think we have to pretend like this guy is in any way, shape or form a smart person or <laughs> he, or, or we need to cheer for him in any way. Or that like him, him do behaving this way. We are now taking down like the billionaire owners. I don't, it, there is a situation where everybody sucks. And I think like the current tug of war going on between the owners and players in the NBA is that situation. Yeah. You all suck. Get out yeah. of my face. Yeah, Giannis, man. you're good. I like you. Steph, I like you. You can stay. Yes, Steph, <laughs> you can stay. <laughs> <I> <laughs> we mean, should do it. That should be our draft. We should do a draft. That's off-season content. Like We go through a draft of like, we're starting the live tour. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're drafting, but it's like the, it's like the good live tour where it's like, yeah. we're saving professional basketball.
0: We're starting the ABA again. We're like, we're, these yeah. are the players that we've identified that actually like basketball and actually want to play and will yeah. be stewards of the game. Let's, yeah. let's take uh, them over here. Yes. Giannis, Steph, Kawhi, LeBron. I'm taking LeBron. I'd I take mean, LeBron. Yeah. I'm, but I'm not taking, like you said, I mean, Kyrie and he has gotten the longest leash of anyone I've ever seen. And it's, I take, ben- I'd
1: take uh, Benedict Matherin too. I take him as well in this draft. <laughs>
0: Can you believe that Benedict <laughs> Matherin? I mean, we joked about who was him. That man is him. That's him, un- dude. Undeniably, honestly, if I was Paolo Bancaro, I would be a little worried that Benedict Matherin was like, I'm not even worried about anyone in my draft class. I'm worried about LeBron James.
1: Here's, here, here's just the facts, Dave, because I've had some people reaching out to me like, man, you did a great job coping with losing Jaden Ivey and having mm-hmm. to settle for Matherin. And nice. it, it sure sounded. Uh you you tried to make it sound like you weren't sad at all, but like let's be honest, Titus, you're actually very upset that Jaden Ivey didn't fall to the Pacers. Here. Here's what I know, Tate. On draft night, one guy was bawling his eyes out, uh, and the other guy was challenging LeBron James and said, You're not that good. And until I play you one-on-one. <laughs> I don't so you tell me, like, who, who's more him? You know, who's yeah. the, the mama's boy that's crying? Okay, that's too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I was saying. laughs>
0: Well, Benedict <laughs> Matherin did not cry. In fact, I don't think he's ever cried. He's um, never cried. Yeah, no. that, that's what I've heard. Benedict Matherin is w- definitely one of them ones and will be him. I think we're about three years away from being three years away from Benedict Matherin being I him. want,
1: I want Matherin to lead the charge of... Uh, I, I think Dylan Brooks can get on this train too. Dylan Brooks is is, is kind of a dude. Not even kind of. He's a douche and he sucks and whatever, <laughs> but l- at least he's... Um, he carries himself in a way that is is not Canadian, I would say. I mean, there's 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 a little Canadian to him, but like he's, I don't know, maybe Dylan Brooks is the great Canadian example,
0: but, to him is like the little bit that you don't really get, right? Yeah, You're like I don't quite get that, but yeah, but everything else I kind of know where he's coming from. And Like you said, at least I know what he is and what he seems to be about. You know, he's, he, it's forward facing.
1: You know how uh, Le uh, Lebron uh, Draymond is doing the uh, the new media deal where Draymond Green is pretending like he invented the idea of players. Talking about sports, I guess. I yeah. don't know what I don't know what the mean mean. Uh, Mathurin should do. He he should start a new new Canadian. When we campaign. all know
0: Jalen Rose started it, so let's give Jalen Rose his flowers. Yeah, Jalen Jay- Rose. On the best damn sports show.
1: I'm excited for the Instagram post where Jalen <laughs> Rose does like a, a collage of every <laughs> former player that's working in media currently, and it's just like headshots of all these players, and it's like you know very tiny. I'm picturing like a Brady Bunch type. You know mm. what I mean? Like a bunch of squares, but in the one Instagram picture. Um, and Jalen's like, when I started down this road, uh, I never would have dreamed that all these guys would be falling in my footsteps.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Hashtag family. Hashtag. Fraternity. And he's got
1: like, he's got like Billy Packers picture on there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like, Shout out to Billy Packer, man. What a legend. Yeah. Billy Packer uh, was one of the few people that could actually infuriate me. During the- you know what I mean? I would drive me insane.
1: Uh, what I'll say though is uh Math Mathraven needs to start a campaign that is uh new Canadians. Like like we we're not like the old Canadians, we're the new Canadians. We're we're yeah. all him and uh we're coming for you. Like, we're, I like we're, that. we we Andrew Wiggins is a part of
0: this group. They act like Andrew Wiggins was like part of their gang the entire time. You know what I mean? They're like we like Wiggins got that dog in him. I think they all yeah. got the dog in him. And that was the one thing that was missing from all the Canadians. Everyone's like, but do they have the dog in them? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah we're not, we're, we're not Steve Nash, like tucking our hair behind our ears and licking uh, our fingers and and oof. and th- and throwing pocket bounce passes. That's not us. We talk shit and we dunk on you like that, and we're him.
0: <laughs> that's, I feel that's who we are. I feel bad for Steve Nash. Can I just say that on the record, just with all the Kyrie stuff? The fact that Kyrie, did, do you remember it, it's talking about how insufferable he can be? He tweeted that he was going to have a meeting with him, KD, Joe Psy, the owner, and Sean Marks. Like, he was like, we're, the four of us are going to have a meeting and figure out our future together. And it's like, dude, one I, didn't even need a coach. And, and then you tweet like, you're one of the four owners. Like, it, it's like a, it's unbelievable. I, like, I, that's, I feel, that's why we're probably gonna have a lockout.
1: I do feel bad for Steve Nash, but I also, uh, you know, this is the, the, Steve Nash. This is he knew a, what he signed up for. This a is bit. one of the most blatant ring chasing moves in NBA yeah. history, and it's not getting talked about like some of the other ring chasing moves because it's a coaching move. You know, it's not, it's not a, it, it was not a player switching teams or whatever. But Steve Nash, I saw three months before he took the Brooklyn Nets job. Um, I'm at a bar in Hermosa. I've, I've told this story before. It's not even really a story. It was just like I saw Steve Nash at Hermosa Beach, living his life. Tate. He was he was pushing his ch- his child in a stroller. He's 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 like having a, a a nice ice cream. You could see it in his eyes, Tate. That this man is just like absolutely living life. Like living like yeah. a surfer's light. Like. You know, he's just living in Southern California soccer
0: for Bleacher Report,
1: soaking it in, talking yeah. like people are coming up to him, talking to him. And he's not like it, it doesn't look like he's getting mobbed. He's, it looks like he's one of the people just interacting with people, you know, just like it
0: happens like, to be Steve Nash. He's yeah.
1: giving the shock of hand sign to people, you know, right. and he's like, you guys playing beach, you guys playing some beach later. You are running four on four. All right, I'll get in on that. You're like, dude, this guy has the sickest life ever. Like, he, this is amazing. And then three months later, I see that he's signing on to, to be the coach of the Nets. And then it's obvious that it's a ring chasing move because why would you throw away the life you had to to go deal with with this three ring circus? And the answer is because he wants ring number he wants the fourth ring added to that three ring circus, which is the championship ring. Um, His so first. I I do feel bad for him because I do think he thought like he could just show up and like you know, clap a little bit and, and draw up a pick and roll on a whiteboard. He thought he was going to
0: be more of a motivator than like the O's guy. But at the end of the day in the playoffs, you have to make decisions as a coach and you have to know how to exploit matchups and you have to know how to like make personnel decisions. There's a lot of things that you just have to inherently know. And obviously you learn a lot on the job, but I, I feel for the guy because this is probably going to be his one opportunity and one of his players never even tried and he's the reason why they were all there in the first place you know what i mean like if i'm kevin Durant, i'm a little sick too like i know everyone's acting like you know they're, they're like they'll be friends forever you don't get it i'm sure they will be but <laughs> from a competitive aspect like if you and i were going to play on a team and then you kind of just mailed it out mailed it out on me and then I'm there and I didn't really want to be there. And then you're kind of like, yeah, dude, the situation sucks. I'm like, I told you it was going to suck. You brought me here. You know what I mean? Like that, like that, that would be shitty. That, that's, I don't know.
1: Who's the Ben Simmons, Durant, and Kyrie of me, you, and Jim? This is the Ooh. new, this should be the new. Jim the, is Ben
0: Simmons. Jim is Jim <laughs> Ben Simmons. I don't want to be, can I pass? This is yeah, this I don't one. want to
1: be, I don't want to be. Either. That was a bad exercise. I don't like this.
0: No, but Jim's still Ben Simmons. He probably likes Ben Simmons. Today, mate. <laughs> yeah, why does the Ben Simmons have an accent? That's the other thing I don't like. That's very is, fraudulent. Is he really Australian? I don't know. But uh the uh, Nets the Nets are just like you said, it's a three-ring circus and uh there will be no rings at the end, probably. But speaking
1: of uh, uh I, I mentioned Draymond earlier with the new media thing. I'm fascinated by this because I, I need you to explain this to me. The the what is the new media, old media situation going on? Um I I'm I'm just like, I, c- can you help me understand who? Because like again, we, we we love we are the number one culture war podcast.
0: Yeah, we, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If you have a culture um, war, you send it to, to us. us. We'll send analyze it. it. Uh, we will um, we will rip all the culture. War. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and and I I, I want to understand this one though because this is this one's like a new wrinkle to the to the basketball culture wars. Yeah, and it's like bub. It definitely is bubbling over right now, and especially as we have shifted into off season mode and 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 draymond has more free time on his hands and and just is is coming off of a championship where he's just gonna now parade around with the trophy and flip everybody off um i feel like the the new media the new media old media beef is 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 you know is bubbling over but i don't really understand what it is and i need help understanding because I, i where do we fall i guess where do we fall in the culture war of of new media versus old media
0: We are new media because we have a podcast, which I think is Draymond. I think that's one of the things that you have to have in his mind is a podcast, right? You can't be on linear television. He said Mm. the old media was Skip Bayless, which is hilarious because Skip Bayless is like a new media that started in like the late 2000s, right? Because it was take culture that we have to deal with now. So I think he's like in a micro-generational battle. You know what I mean? That's where Draymond is. He's talking about an old and new media, but it's really like the, the old media he speaks of is really like 10 years old, and he's like in a medium that's like five years old so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like you're you're arguing with the class that is also a new class it's, but then there's like actual old media that it like hates both of this you know they're like what where has my country gone where is where has you know the estate that i believed in the press where has what has it turned into this, this just absolutely abomination of everything i ever <laughs> for. that's how journalists old media Probably look at this like a Frank the Ford you know. Frank Deford is is both appreciative that Draymond has his own platform, probably, but also like, what is this, you know? Like, what what is new media? What is old media? Um, it, it's it's a micro. It's a it's Draymond's a Draymond's like a micro.
1: Draymond's a seventeen year old on a skateboard going down the sidewalk, and then he pushes like a twenty three year old out of the way, and it's like out of the way, grandpa. Yeah, out of the way, old the t- man. <laughs> and then you're the twenty three year old, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> But
0: well, the funny thing, I... is the twenty three year old <laughs> is Skip Bayless with that. He's Steve Buscemi with the skateboard, and he's like, "How you doing, yeah. kid?" Yeah. Like, he's acting yeah, yeah, yeah. as a twenty three year old. Like the fact that Skip Bayless is acting like he's this upset about things at his age is one. You have to give respect to the acting, but also you're like, you know, Draymond, come on. Like, well, my...
1: I felt, I, I felt, I felt like somewhere in the middle because, it, from my perspective, it feels like Draymond is saying that new media is guys who play who are, are like you're, you're taking the power back instead of letting other people talk about you, you're going to talk about you and I'm going to have oh, yeah. my own platform to talk about you. And, um, you know, not to be Jalen Rose here Tate, but like I've been, I, I started a blog in 2008 when I was, you know, and, and, you know, I, I did not win an NBA championship tape. I did score nine career points. Um, they were very loud nine. And, and I think a lot of people talk about that, how, how loud of a nine those were. um, <laughs> But as I'm on a Big Ten champion team, Tate, I'm I'm blogging, uh, and that was 12 years ago, 13 years ago, 14 years ago. Um, so where does that fall? You know what I mean? Like where do I fall? Your new media. Does that make me new media? Because like I was media. a player talking, to, but then like I was also like, dude, that that part of my life was so long ago in my old media. I don't know. It, it, but I guess like that's part of the culture war. I, I guess I should be smart enough to know that is like part of culture wars is you never actually define what's happening. Like what sides are. You just kind of yell.
0: Yeah. Kind of yell about cancel culture. Two people yelling about. Yeah. Then it always comes back to that.
1: And then and then like both sides are yelling about cancel culture. And you're like, yeah. what side? What are you? What even are you the sides the anymore? Side? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really confused. Um, I think that's it. I, I think. I think that's how it works, but uh, I don't. I've, I've been fascinated by that because was Draymond, rightfully so, man. Like, because I I shit on Draymond after Game One, especially, and was like, not stop the podcast, but like, please stop sucking a basketball if you're going to continue to do the podcast. Um, so he's ta- he's rightfully taking his victory laps as he should, but you know, for me to have after Game One, my instinct was to was to shit on Draymond for doing the podcast. That makes me feel like I was old media. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then the way yeah. Draymond describes new media, I'm like, I don't know. That's kind of
0: exactly like, what it's kind of yeah. what I
1: did and do. I don't know. So, yeah, I I'm, mean, he was sitting on a
0: stage next to Tommy Alter and JJ Redick. JJ's podcast I used to edit and have to listen to, and Tommy is obviously we both know. So I mean, I'm sitting there being like, well, if they're new media, then I'm new media. <laughs> yeah. I had to listen to that bullshit before. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I. I I, I think we're new media, but
1: do we? But if they're new and media, I, do we want to be new media? Do no, exactly. we want to be. But
0: I'm saying I think like if I had to choose a side, if you had to choose your weapon, like I'm old media. Like I, 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 I am journalist. I'm a J. <laughs>
1: okay, let's let's put it this way. Who is the him of the media world? Is it the new media or the old Stephen media?
0: A. Stephen A. Smith is him because Stephen A. Smith is old media, but um, he's like friendly with new media. You know what I mean? Like Draymond said he loves Stephen A. Smith, and uh, yeah. I, I think Stephen A. is him. Which is crazy because you and I, we watch, quite frankly, with Stephen A. Smith. I know? remember,
1: quite frankly. Ambivalent. And when when you yeah. think
0: of Stephen A., or when I think of Stephen A., I think of, like, the Allen Iverson, Philadelphia guy. You uh-huh. know? Like, that's what Stephen A. is to me. And I love that Stephen A. has become this national, you know, cowboy who hater. I was- think he is. But I think he might be him.
1: Who was the guy? Uh, is it Pat Croce? Is that his name? Pat- that was the Sixers. Uh, was he the... the? Who was he? Let me... Yeah. Pat Croce is American... Uh, He's the guy that uh, uh, served as the president of the 76ers from 96 to 2001. And then I think he started like Slam Ball, didn't he? Didn't he have a thing in Slam Ball? I love Slam Ball. I think that guy had something to do with Slam Ball. Uh, anyway, I, I I remember his face being on television with Stephen A. all the time, Pat Croce, when he was the president of the Sixers. Because yeah. Stephen A. was just basically the Philly guy. And he would talk about AI and um, talk to Pat Croce about AI. And that was like every <laughs> Stephen A. show. <laughs> And, like, sometimes I'd turn them off because I'd be like, you know, I, I kind of I don't it. care about AI anymore. And then other <laughs> times I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's been a little bit since I've heard some AI stories. Let's, let's see where Stephen A. has to say. I kind of um, just remember,
0: like, 04 because of the Olympics. I remember, like, because Iverson was the captain, and uh, Duncan was the other captain, and Stephen A. was like, right. yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, Stefan Mulberry's trying to, trying to take away from AI's game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pat Croce was the... Uh, uh, oh, dude, I because I remember looking this up one time, it's all coming back to me. Um, Pat Croce was the commissioner of Slam Ball, dude. That's sick, that's absolutely <laughs> sick. Uh, in 2002, Slam Ball made his television debut on the net on TNN, later Spike TV. Uh, soon after, former 76ers owner, owner Pat Croce. I didn't know he's the owner. All right, he's the owner. I'd signed on as partner. Um, yeah, it says he was the the commissioner, dude. Yeah, Commissioner Pat Croce and coaches Kenny Anderson, John Starks. <laughs> I
2: nice. miss
1: Slam Ball so much, dude. That is – when I get nostalgic about basketball, I really do get nostalgic about summers in high school when you come home and you turn on the TV and you knew that there was going to be just 15 hours of basketball content and none of it was going to be actual basketball. It was going to be Slam Ball and the N1 mixtape tour. N1 and like mixtape tour, yeah. Some sort of like documentary about like
0: R.I.P. Cadillac or Escalade, oh, man. There are so many characters on the And One mixtape tour. I have an And One basketball I just found at home. I was like, I need to just go dribble this around outside. This is hilarious. I freaking love. What a that, great dude. brand, by the way. And One should come back and be a school like Marquette should be an One. You know, like with some school like that, Georgetown should be AN One. I miss that. We we need. I, I, dude, hey,
1: the, the era when uh, I guess this is still happening with the Drew league, where guys would show up and, and play street ball games, and Co- Kobe did that at the Drew league, right? Like he, yeah, like hard. The, came, I mean, yeah, Drew, the cops Drew league came to. Them.
0: Didn't
1: the cops come and like try to get Kobe to stop playing because they're like, this is a, this is a situation brewing. A lot of people are coming here to, to see you, and he's like, not yet. I want to hit the game winner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very Kobe story. That was
1: that's a him. That's a him situation. Kobe's- um, man, I miss that so much though, dude. I miss slam ball. I miss. I, I I miss it. I miss it. And now and now and now the basketball alternatives are the goddamn overtime elite league and G League night and garbage like that. Yeah, no slam ball and and one mixtapes and uh, and the ABA dude. That's what we should do. We should we should start our own. We should start. Should we start our own basketball league? I think yeah. we should.
0: I just I, think we should. I don't think we can because there's already so many other basketball leagues. You know what I mean? Like that's the problem. We got to wait for them to all die out and then we come in swoop yeah. in. And I think the NBA has to die out. You know what I mean? That's the next wave. That's the next one that goes down, and then the ABA comes back. I think
1: Slam Ball was the start of cancel culture. I really do. I think when Slam Ball,
0: <laughs> yeah, that I was think was Slam Ball, war.
1: that was yeah. when Slam Ball went away, and everyone was like, "Why are we doing this?" And and someone was like, "Well, I think a guy got his foot trapped in a trampoline and his leg snapped in half, and he'll never be able to walk straight again." Mm-hmm. And then I remember my uncle heard that story and just said, Pussies. <laughs> and then my uncle started uh, using the, the term cancel culture. And then I think that's, that's where it started.
0: <laughs> What is this? Some kind of cancel culture? Okay, what, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, man. In 2015,
1: I mean- Slam Ball resurfaced in China. I After it, what appeared to be an extended courtship with the Chinese government, and the commun- oh no, disavow! I'm yeah, out on slam ball.
0: Out. You're, out. you're out. That was honestly. Now you're in a culture war. Now, now I'm the, in the kids. I yeah. would. I would like
1: to. I would like to for the second time in my life cancel slam ball. Daryl uh, Morey
0: is about to tweet about you, and he's like, I can't believe this Titus guy talking about slam ball.
1: Oh my God! Slam ball creator Mason Gordon did exhaustive legwork advancing the process in 2015 all of Gordon's hard work would pay off as Slam Ball started capturing the attention of the Chinese. public. Imagine that sentence. Dude. Imagine imagine it does, like...
0: It does make sense why the Chinese would like that game. You know what I mean? So Imagine jump.
1: having that sentence on your Wikipedia, though, that in 2015, all of Gordon's hard work would pay off as Slam Ball started capturing the attention of the Chinese public. Imagine that's on the Titus and Tate Wikipedia page. All of their hard work started paying off. As they started to capture the attention of the Chinese, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: this, this is not good.
1: <laughs> the Chinese, according to a report by Vice Sports, Gordon Mason Gordon, the creator, was quoted as saying, "We never left. We just needed to take the best best path for us." There are even talks of slam ball college teams coming uh, in the coming years. Oh my god. This is all right. This
0: I is mean, dude, some of the slam ball photos, like the live action photos. I mean, they're so unbelievable. I mean, it's like out of Space Jam. You know, what I mean, guys are like twenty five feet in the air, like with the ball fully cocked back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's unbelievable. We need college the, teams.
1: The Rumble, the Slashers, the Mob, the Ombres, the Maulers, and the Bouncers. Those are the uh, those are the teams. The Rumble were the best team. The Rumble won it every year. No. They were, they were the best team every year. The Riders, coached by Xavier McDaniel, won it one year. <laughs> wow.
0: Shout out to the Riders. And the Slasher. Okay,
1: there you go. That's the, uh, that's the Slam Ball report. <laughs> Honestly, I'm
0: glad that we got into Slam Ball. I didn't know what we were going to get into today. I just did not want to talk about the NBA. I was like, please keep me away from the NBA. And if it had to take Slam Ball... I'm happy that it did because now I, I watch them slam ball. Highland. I
1: just get like, it, it's that time of year where it starts the, the, as the weather turns and we get into the dog days of the summer and you, you, whatever. Um, I, I get nostalgic so badly for slam ball and the animal one makes dude. It was, it was so yeah. fun growing up on that stuff. It really was. And everything was, everything was so big. I, that, that was the era of, uh, like everything got just like by the time. So by the time I got to college, like the shorts we were wearing at Ohio state were down to our ankles. and yeah, just Baggy. Like, the shorts got bigger. Everyone was driving an Escalade exhibit oh, was pimp exhibits, Exurgents. pimping rides and like adding yeah. cars to cars. Yeah. And he's like, you yeah. open up this back hatch, like another car comes out from yeah. this car. <laughs> it's a you didn't even know you
0: needed fish tanks in a car until you're like, I guess <laughs> yeah. I didn't need three fish tanks.
1: You're watching cribs and like, it's just palatial estates that like all these guys have. Cause except you know,
0: for the yin yang twins who like had just rented the house that they showed on cribs. They literally, yeah. it's like, <laughs> it was
1: like, yeah, was yeah, sure. <laughs> but, uh, we're yeah, you, you got like you got like like Nelly Furtado had one good song, and then like she's doing a Cribs episode, and she's got like this the, the uh, forty nine thousand square foot <laughs> mansion, because yeah. this is the the days before two thousand eight when they were just handing out loans like candy to people, and like everyone's house is just massive, massive. <laughs> oh, good times, fun times. Um should we talk about the ads real quick and then we can do shout outs yeah. or maybe I can make that my first shout out. Shout out to the Colorado avalanche winning the uh, the Stanley cup. Um, I, uh, I will not be, we're, I, I'm heading to Colorado uh, on Thursday. We're going to road trip to Colorado and then I'm going to stay there for like two weeks, I think. Um, that. But I, I was hopeful Tate that I would be there for the parade. I'm not going to be there for the parade, but shout out to the ads. Nothing when is
0: away. the parade, by the way, I think Dude, it's,
1: yeah. I think it's Thursday. Thursday. I think like when I, I'm going to be on the road as they're, parading through uh oh. parading through denver but they they i don't know if you saw this they dented the cup they set a record they the colorado avalanche set a record for the fastest denting of the stanley cup after being handed <laughs> the cup <laughs> they immediately dented it and i was cracking up because um it just highlights uh, th- this is not an original thought but it's a it's a thought i want to share and talk about with you a little bit because uh, it cracks me up that 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 these guys will not touch the cup they they cry thinking about the stanley cup you say the word stanley cup to a hockey player they they start crying and 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 they blood rushes to their groin and they're just like they just get like they become an emotional mess yeah and then they win the stanley cup and they do the most degrading shit you could possibly imagine to this thing they 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 have no (laughs) they do not care for it in any way shape or form in fact
0: They do the they're exact opposite. Everything out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. swimming with it. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're tackling it. <laughs> they're
1: throwing it off of balconies. They're doing uh, everything there is to do with it. So um I, I find that fat that, that speaks to me. That that really does. That is that and I think basketball needs that. I think I think college basketball should have that. I think that is a tradition that every sport should have is that when a team wins a championship, you get a day with it with the trophy and you get to do whatever you want to it. I also love you only have one trophy and everyone passes yeah. it around. You don't get to I keep like it forever. Too.
0: I like that, too. I, I also like that they give it to the captain. Um, just that's like a great know, call. Yeah. I like that so much more than what we do in basketball, where we like bring out Joe Lacob. Like, Joe Lacob is the first person we need to talk to <laughs> after Steph Curry and the Warriors won. Are you kidding me? But that's how the NBA yeah. works. That That's the one thing about the players. They should change. try to put that and put the collective bargaining. They're like, we will play, but you have to give us the trophy first. It's like, okay, fair <laughs> deal. <laughs> I like that part.
1: The, the owners are like, you all have to take 26 million dollars less a year, and they're like, Okay, never mind. Or, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, never mind. You can have the trophy, you could have the trophy. Never (laughs) mind. We take it all back. We take it all back. Um, I was also wondering, like, thinking about there's only one Stanley Cup, and you only get like one day with it, and then you know, they they pass it around and everything. Uh, has anyone tried to steal the Stanley Cup? Has anyone thought of that? Has anyone? uh because i i i am of that mind i've talked before about my desire to want to rob a bank just to see if i can do it i don't actually want to take the money like i i, I don't mean to give it back it. it's yeah. like when, yeah it's like i'm a robin fish. hood
0: you, yeah you're yeah. throwing the fish back in yeah yes
1: yes i mean, yeah. oh i would i, I thought you might like give it back to the people like i'm drake, <laughs> oh, no, no. Like I'm drake like, in the god's like, plan video no yeah. but, but you're saying literally give it back to the bank
0: <laughs> yeah like you're like sorry guys just wanted to see if i could do it here you go
1: <laughs> you can you your imagine time. the most like uh
0: well, you just do it for sport. You know what I mean? Like, totally, I, rob bank, I rob banks for sport, not for cash.
1: I, I go and I, I, I take a huge uh, bag of cash to the bank and I just drop it on the counter in front of the teller. And I was like, I'd like to deposit this. And they're like, sir, uh, where did you get this? Or like, where, how are you depositing this money? Or no, I don't say I like to deposit that. It's like here. And they go, where would you like to deposit this? And I'd say, I don't know. You tell me. This is your money. And then I just walk away and watch their heads explode. And they're like, whoa, Dude, you come how in, did
0: he do this? You come in, you give them your favorite pin as collateral. And they're like, why, why did you give us this pin? Yes. And then you go steal all the money. And then you yes. come like, dump the money and then you take your pin. You and know I say, I mean? can I have my pin back? Can I have yes. my yes. pin back, please?
1: Pin, please. And I stick my hand out. <laughs> um, Yes. And then I bow. And then everyone, everyone in the bank starts like, clapping. Oh, my God. D.B. Cooper. <laughs> And then the hottest chick in the bank faints and she puts yes. her, she puts it's the Margot back of Robbie. her hand. Margot Robbie, yeah, Margot
0: Robbie is working at the bank. She faints. She
1: puts the back of her hand on her forehead and faints and falls into my arms and then we, I throw her into my convertible and we drive yeah. away. And, yeah, Into the yeah. movie. And real credits. Uh, But no, my like when I, when I hear about the Stanley Cup and there's only one of them and that they have to have a chaperone go with it now because I, I read somewhere that like Mark Messier used to take it to strip clubs and and someone lost it, and I, I, I've i read a handful of stories about it. That That's anyone anyway. when you
0: ask, I feel like people, there's more, like, there's more of a proclivity and possibility that you lose it than you steal it, you know what I mean? Yes. Because, like, people lose things all the time, and, like, having a big cup, like, you know what I mean, and you can it everywhere, and you're getting inebriated at the strip club, I can see that getting lost there.
1: Somebody, somebody lost in a lake, though, I read. Um, that checked and, and they had to, like, fish it out of the lake. But anyway, you're right. More, more people are going to lose it than steal it, but I would steal it. And, and I would say, you, has anybody thought, has anybody actually checked? Have we, have we made sure that no one made a replica and then did a switcheroo? Oh, and when it was your national time to national treasure. Back, yes. National treasure. Yes. How much do you think the Stanley cup is worth? I guess too, because if you stole it, you know, like I, I, I feel that way about like art pieces is like. Guys like, you know, art thieves will steal shit, but then it's like, how do you how do you make money off of that? Because everyone knows it's stolen. If you stole the Mona Lisa, everyone knows it's stolen. Yeah, you so listen, who are you selling you listen it to on the
0: dark web, like Mona Lisa for $32 million. Yeah. Like, I think I found the guy who has it.
1: Is that why <laughs> NFT started? Is because like art thieves started realizing they can't sell their shit. They're like, no, no I one think, wants this. Yeah, everyone think, everyone knows this is hot.
0: Yeah, I think art thieves were like, you know what we need to do? We need to double dip. You know, it's kind of like why podcasters are on YouTube. They're like, we need more revenue streams. Let's do the same thing, but somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> jeez anyway that was that was my that's my one big thought about the stanley cup is i i, I want to make sure that uh that, that feels like a uh like a late 90s early mid 90, mid to late 90s uh comedy movie sports <laughs> comedy is like like some guys try to steal the stanley cup yeah and star- that's right
0: gene and john try to steal the stanley cup
1: Starring Daniel Stern
0: <laughs>
1: of Home Alone yeah. and Rookie of the Year and Celtic Pride fame. Um,
0: <laughs> I, love, I watch. You know, what they, also need, you know what they need to remake also? I was just thinking uh, the other day. I'm watching baseball highlights. Angels in the outfield. But this time, Shohei Ohtani is in the movie, and he's mm. like the, the hope. He is basically an angel himself, right? We don't know that until the end of the movie that he's, he's oh actually Oh, my God. He's, he's an actual angel. He's actually an angel. Yeah. Angels in the outfield, but with Shohei Ohtani.
1: And he doesn't bring wins to the team. <laughs> he just brings, no, no.
0: They don't win anything. They don't no, win anything. They don't win anything. But he, he has like eight strikeouts. He like, you know, has 10 RBIs every other game.
1: Yeah, yeah, like cuz it, it's it's a deal. Yeah, we're <laughs> in the movie
0: you don't have it, to win. That's the lesson in Disney that they tell you. You don't it doesn't yeah. matter who wins. It's just about the vibes. And I started the vibes are high.
1: You want to hear bad news, some sad news? I started watching The Form the one Netflix deal because I I talked so much shit on it. I was like I have I, 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 I know I should I should watch this if I'm going to shit on it. It's actually well produced. It's like a it's a good show. Like it's it the way they shoot it and uh edit it and everything. It is it is really good but it's i i still stand by I, I just finished the first season and i still stand by like if you watch that and then try to pretend like you're a racing expert you're a bozo but whatever that's that's neither here or there but which what was the reason i bring it up is because um it's it, it cracks me up how they they're framing stuff in the show about like the fight for fourth place and the fight for like six pl- like <laughs> like it, it's very apparently that's the thing in formula one is like they're they're scratching and clawing for six they're, they're doing speeches before the race is like if we can get sixth here, that would be awesome. And that, that reminds me of your Shohei Otani movie ideas. Like, that's the, like, the angels are fighting to not finish last place in the division. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're doing the angel wings. And they're like, if we, if we can just get an, a miracle, yeah, we can, we can maybe play in the, the wild card playing game and lose by seven runs. <laughs> maybe, Shohei's Shohei Shohei like, I'm that miracle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am that man. Mike Trout is not in the movie though. That that's like one of There's the the, one of the things that Shohei says that Mike Trout cannot be in the movie. So there is a number twenty seven. He's played by uh, what's the uh, what's the Carhartt guy? I I forgot his name. The wrestling Carhartt guy that that I don't uh, that is a uh, what that's uh oh my god what is his name? Jim, who's
1: the Carhartt guy?
0: That the white the white wrestler the Carhartt white wrestler that's everywhere. He's he's an actor now and he does peace. Oh, John, John Cena. Cena? Yeah, I just, sorry, I blinked on his name. John Cena is playing Mike Trout, but his name is not Mike Trout. His name is John Cena. Wait, um, what is
1: Carhartt? Like, I, I know the brand, but when you when you say Carhartt, what were you meaning?
0: Like, like, like jean shorts. shorts? Yeah, like oh. Carhartt shorts. That's interesting. Because when you when I mean. you
1: said Carhartt, I was thinking of like really thick. I guess I should say like cargo jackets.
0: shorts too, but I mean, Carhartt cargo shorts is like what I think. When I think of John Cena, I think of a John Deere hat and Carhartt cargo shorts. <laughs> and then he's, is that wrong?
1: <laughs> he's inexplicably rapping and wearing. Yeah, yeah, exchange. he's definitely
0: like yelling into a microphone. And the hat is bent like as far, as like as much as it could be bent. One of his
1: personas when he started was a uh, thugonomics. I'm not even kidding. He, he his 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 his, <laughs> his like intro music was basic thugonomics or something like that. <laughs> I was, a white, I was a white dude
0: from Boston, dude. There, there's a there's a rock movie coming out that's called Black Adam. We need in the show. <laughs> yeah, we That's can take it. that out, but isn't that crazy? I think I think we could uh black. <laughs> it's a Marvel movie or DC movie, actually. We can
1: uh I think it might be time to uh to wrap this one up. Time. Do you have
0: do you have shout out state? Uh shout out to Bradley Beal. He's one of my favorite uh players currently that just yells at teenagers and today was his birthday. <laughs> so uh Go, <laughs> go, who, give me your top five yells
1: at teenagers players give I right. mean he's <laughs>
0: hilarious uh but he, he you know one of the famous speeches it, Caleb love Carolina you know guard is in the video and uh you know he literally that video was everywhere today and because it was Bradley Beal's birthday so I one I want to shout out that it was his birthday and two like that's one of my favorite videos in modern times Bradley Beal t- telling a bunch of kids that like they can't guard him and that he <laughs> that, 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 that they probably won't make it that's amazing. I mean, I love a reality check every once in a while. So happy birthday, Bradley Beal. <laughs>
2: that was a, oh, I
0: can't, I so can't believe that video. Like when someone filmed that, and then he also said that he's like cussing out. <laughs> 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 uh, we I,
1: I should make, I should make a video like that. I, I just don't know what age I need to go to. To-
0: I think we should go to the local YMCA, have a team. We should get a team like at the local YMCA so we're actually giving back. In like, Manhattan Beach, we should yeah. coach them. And then we should tell all their parents that one day, like we'll be great coaches. We'll like really work hard. But then we got to tell them that one day we have to shoot something for our show, and they have to sign NDA. <laughs> yeah. They have to sign a blind NDA at the start of the season. And they're like, wonder why these guys made us sign this NDA? They're so nice, and they're working so hard, and their kids are having fun. And then one day we just cuss them out. <laughs> we just, the game. We're just <laughs> motherfuck a bunch of eight-year-olds. You're like Bob Knight, and I, like <laughs> you're just going crazy. You're throwing chairs. Like that's we're just, what like, is your really
1: uh, what what is your hot-headed coach move? Would it be punting a basketball?
0: Oh, I mean, I punted a ball in a game in seventh grade because um, Tracy McGrady did it and I did it, and my my mom did not like that. Um, but would you, uh, Mike Rice, like
1: launch balls at at guys? Like try to like play dodgeball with your team?
0: I mean, baseball, um, my move was like, like I was a catcher. I love like kicking dirt on the plate. Like I always thought that was hilarious, you know, because like umpires, umpires love like wiping the plate off, you know, like they're doing something, but they're doing nothing. So I just love like being mad and just like kicking dirt on their plate on the way out or like they call a terrible strike, you know what I mean? Just like kicking dirt at them. Um, <laughs> i have more baseball moves than i bet basketball i kind of was just like whatever you know like it, it what you know I, I didn't have that much but uh, if All you're coaching if,
1: if you're coaching and your team's lollygagging and you want to send their media oh, light message, a light of fire under them yeah Ooh. what are you doing are you are, I, I think drop kicking the ball is pretty much the move
0: yeah That coach
1: moddy used to do that before he fucked up his back and couldn't uh and like had has drop foot in his foot now but uh before that happened, he, he was a big drop kick the basketball guy, and I swear he wasn't even that mad. He was just like like he had a I, I swear like he had a meeting with the coaches before practice where uh, uh, he's like anything else before you get out there and uh, start practice. And one assistant coach is like, Coach, yeah, I just want to bring it up. Uh, so at practice last week, you actually set a record. Uh, you your 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 ball went up to the thirty sixth row. Um, I just want to put that on your radar. And he's like, Oh, really? Okay, all right, cool. For forty. Cool, all right. <laughs> <laughs> And then in today's practice, he's like, fuck it. We're going for 40. just yeah. the ball.
0: I mean, they're really... They're in, it into the it's sticks. an exhilarating feeling to kick a basketball, you know what I mean? Like, that's why Tracy McGrady, when he punted that ball in a game, I'm like, I feel that. You know what I mean? And when you're playing recess and stuff, right? Like, if you get cheated in a game or you feel like it, like, that's kind of a natural reaction to want to just punt the ball. You know, you're like, get this out of my face. So... I like that move from Coach Mata. We got to go to a practice. I want to. We got to go to.
1: You got to see him in action. Like, currently, yeah, you got to see him in action. I want to shout out. Uh, my one, my one shout out is Imani Bates, who says his decision <laughs> is coming in the next month or so.
0: So, will, will Imani Bates be enrolled in a school before like no. the actual school year starts? That's the real question. I don't think so.
1: He will not be. Whatever team he goes to will have started practice by the time he gets there. I, I believe that. They will officially have started yeah. practice before he gets there. I feel And that like team he, will be the Louisville Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like he wants to go to Kentucky, but he ends up at Louisville, and it might be good for him. Yeah. Amani Bates yeah, in I Kentucky makes a lot of sense to me. You know what I mean? Here's what I know.
1: If, if Amani Bates goes to Kentucky or Louisville, it'll be great for us. I don't know yeah. if it'll be good for him, but it'll be great yes. for us, and we'll have a of lot course. of fun. So.
0: And Tom Izzo was right. Tom Izzo knew the whole time. We have to give him his credit. Every time that we bring up Amani Bates, Tom Izzo knew something. He, didn't, he wasn't even hurt by it. He was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, happen. <laughs>
1: uh, anything else? Any other shout-outs? Jim, do you have any shout-outs?
0: Russell Westbrook picked up a $47 million option to come back to the Lakers. Worth That's every right. penny. Congratulations. Congratulations! That's a guy who right. wants to play. He does That's play true. every game. Here there you go. go. That's true. Russell no, Westbrook Russell's... is the one guy that everyone <laughs> no. like. You, you can take a night off, Russ. He's like, oh, every night I'm a <laughs> <Yeah>. dog. <He's laughs> like you
1: guys, you guys vilify all the guys that don't play, but you also hate me. That doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, great point, Russ. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're like, Russ,
0: you're right. We should actually, I actually love Russell Westbrook now. <laughs> Using my own logic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ESPN's Jeff Borzello released his way too early top 25, and he had. Duke at number five, Kentucky
2: at four, Houston
0: at three, Gonzaga at two, UNC at number one. Wow.
1: Tate. Mm. Tate your thoughts.
0: Yeah, put Gonzaga, too high. One. put Gonzaga number one. But I, I think it's going to be cool, Titus, wrapping it up to where we started with Bloomington and Indiana. Carolina being number one in the country playing at Indiana, and Indiana beats them in assembly. Indiana
1: is going to be ranked like 17th or 18th. And, be, and beat and Carolina. Carolina. And
0: to be the top ten. Carolina's yeah. going to fall to like four or five. They're probably going to be behind Duke because of the bias. Then Duke's going to expose themselves because they have a fraud as a head coach. And then North Carolina will be back, you know, in March.
1: We, get, we're, we are 100% going to that game, by the way.
0: We we are, yeah, we are going to be at that my, game. My it's parents, my parents want to come to the game. They want to meet your parents. They you want to. Experience. Do you want to play Sync the Biz at Knicks? Yes. Do you know what that is? We played it already.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh yeah. That's right. We have played it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the it's greatest. Yeah. It is the. Uh, it's the greatest way to get strapped the road on planet Earth. It really is. Yeah. And, and COVID time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so they're, good. Like,
0: they're like stay six feet apart, but get ready for this game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I love yeah, and Nick's. And Nick's during Nick's was like still open during COVID. And all the, <laughs> Keep uh, everyone's got a mask on, and then when it's your time to drink, you pull the mask down and drink out of the same cup that everybody. I love it. Oh, man.
2: Uh,
1: Yeah, we're gonna go there. We we're gonna have a busy stretch. We're going to Maui. We're going there. We're going to Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah. We are the hardest working men in show business. You guys know that. We know that. Uh, we we appreciate that all of our listeners um you know continue to say that tate like everywhere we go uh you know people come up to me and they're like titus uh i just want to thank you and i'm like are you going to say you know thanks for that article you wrote on Grantland that one time or like you know i I love you on part of my take or whatever but more often than not people are like thank you for being the hardest working man in show business co-hardest working man alongside with tate um and we are certainly going to be that uh but with that being said we're going to take a couple weeks off from the (laughs) show
0: Yeah, we're going we're going to take a couple weeks off. It's vacation season. Uh We're, so gonna, we're going on vacation. See yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, everyone enjoy your vacation. Enjoy your summer and we'll see you on the other side. And uh guess what we'll be having but, then Titus? We we probably have no idea, but something probably far worse than now. So something, the Yeah, the world
1: weekend. will be on fire and uh we will come back and and we'll open the show with like soft piano music and somber yeah. tones and be like, yeah. "Well, we're all gonna die folks but uh robert dillingham to <laughs> kentucky how about
0: that? <laughs> yeah, about that imani bates on the way question mark
1: uh yeah we no, you know what it is we're 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 such hard workers that we are going to take two weeks to prepare for the next show
0: that's yes. what it is i'm gonna go
1: take two weeks and start working on my notes now um so that way when we come back for our next show we're gonna knock it out of the park and everybody's gonna love it and they're gonna be like damn
0: Will these guys so ever glad take a those break? Guys. Yeah, Will did they those ever do a deep break? dive on slam ball? That was unbelievable.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh everybody enjoy the holiday. Enjoy some time off. We'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah.